signing up for traveling, whether it's like something like we're doing now or even healthcare traveling, it's you're signing up for life of unknown, life of unknown obstacles. Things are going to come up that are out of your control. And so we looked at each other like we can either sit here and pout and be angry and be frustrated or we can say, hey, it's going to make a great story later on mm -hmm. and we can just enjoy it for what it was. And Welcome to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. We are your host, Kim and Aaron G. This is episode 35, all about van life and updates from New Zealand. So we are actually coming to you live from our campsite in Levin. Mm -hmm. We are looking at our big juicy girl yep. as we speak. Kiki juice. Kiki juice. <laughs> or Kiki juicy. Yeah. Or just Juicy Jew. Or Jew. We're, yeah. She's got lots of names. She we're does. just We kind of go with how we feel with her in the moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in this episode, we're going to kind of get in behind the scenes of what van life has been like. We've been living in this van for only the last week, mm -hmm. which is crazy because it feels like it's been... I asked Aaron today, I'm like, how long have we been gone for? And he's like, six days. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like... And the first day we spent in Auckland. Yeah. That's true. I feel like we have been on the road for at least six months. Mm -hmm. It has been a wild ride. But in, in a good way. In a good, no, in a good way. But we're going to kind of dig into it and talk about our experience, what this has been like, um, some updates, and um, yeah. Yeah, but that's be it. before we get into this episode, we wanted to talk to you about some resources that we have available for healthcare travelers. It is our online school, it's called Traveler School. Um, it is literally everything you need to know all in one place seven modules it takes you step by step through the process as you're going to see it throughout your travel journey and when wanna... we say traveling this is for healthcare travelers and it's really a step-by-step -step, lesson by lesson walking you through every possible thing there is to know about traveling and all the tools and support and resources you need to really set yourself up for success make the most money and and truly just have the best experience on the road and the course shortens your learning curve and allows you to learn all the things in the shortest most efficient most fun way possible so check that out you can get all the information on our website kimandarangie.com and it's all in the show notes as well because i spell my name funny and i apologize yeah <laughs> all right let's get into it let's do it what is up this is a great episode i'm really excited about this because we had talked about this Two weeks ago when we released our last podcast, or a week ago when we released our last podcast, that we will be doing this episode live from New Zealand. We are present. We are sitting outside, outside our van in Levin, New Zealand. I can't believe we're actually here. And it's all it's, it's all kind of been a surreal experience. And I, we've gotten so many questions about you know, van life and what this has been like. I mean, we've never done anything like this. I mean, we've traveled, but we've never traveled like this. In right. this style, in this way, and so it's been it's been really interesting from the get. It has, but I've deep down really enjoyed it. I mean, literally before we did our live video to our group um, just a few minutes ago, I actually said to you, "I love van life." You did, and I do too. Here's the so. Let's go back from the beginning. So you have to remember, we're in New Zealand. You drive on the opposite side of the road. Correct. And so that has been, I say, like I speak like I'm speaking from experience or I sound like I, I'm speaking from experience. I'm not. Aaron has been driving the entire time. He has been, I'm honestly like blown away. I'm so impressed because 
I have like car anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm no, not car anxiety just from riding. Right. That's what I'm saying. So the fact that you just like jumped in the van and you were able to just go and figure it out. And, and not only have we been riding through cities, so we've had a mix of city driving with six lane highways to backcountry roads, which has been majority of it, but backcountry roads where it's like windy mountain roads, two, two lane, lane roads. roads. Very narrow roads. Very, very narrow. Like, no room for error. Mm -hmm. And you've just done so well. Like, I'm so proud of you. And everything's in kilometers per hour and kilometers. And so you're trying to calculate and, and figure things out. The the gas is in liters. Yeah. Well, um, the... It's like, how many miles per gallon do I get? <laughs> yeah. The speed limit was like 100. Oh, it would be kilometers per liter. <laughs> it wouldn't be miles per gallon. <laughs> right. But you were... The... the um. The speed was like 100 miles an hour. No like, kilometers. I know, but I'm like, oh my God, babe, no, you're going too fast. Because this thing is like top heavy, okay? It's top heavy. It's a massive vehicle. And you feel like every like turn and every like gust of wind that comes through. So I'm like, oh my God, you're going too fast. And then we Googled like how much 100 kilometers a minute an is. Hour. An hour. It was about 60. 63 miles an hour. not even that much. I thought you were going like 90. Yeah. It feels like you're going slow 90. Down. Oh my god. I feel like I've gotten better though. You have. I've, I've mellowed past, out. Well, it, it, it helps when you drive six and a half hours in the wrong direction. Yeah. So part number two is when we first got here. So again, we only have 20 days total in the van. And so we want to get the most out of it. We obviously know that we can't get everything in that we want to. It's impossible. But we want to try to maximize our time. And so we had you know, an itinerary or like the places that we wanted to go. And, and we wanted to get down to the South Island as quickly as possible because that's kind of just from what we've gathered and talking to other travelers. That's, well, even the locals were like, yeah, just kind of skip through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like just an outdoors paradise, like hiking and mountains. And it's just like adventure. Beautiful. Yeah. So we've been trying to get down there. And so when we first got, when we were leaving Auckland, our goal was to head south. Mm -hmm. And we were going to Tapo, which is the area, it's a town, um, right before you get to the Tongariro Crossing, which we'll get into in a second. Mm -hmm. And so we were wanting to get to Tapo, stay the night, wake up the next morning, do our crossing, and then keep heading south. And so we put into the GPS. Which, on top of that, we, we bought the GPS that was from Juicy Rentals. Um, and we have, it's like a Garmin, like an old school yeah. Garmin, but it's basically wired into all New Zealand travel. Right. So we thought this is so reliable. And you can use it even when you don't have Wi-Fi or, Correct. you know, so it's perfect. So we put in Topo and a, we say at campgrounds, obviously, and a Topo Bay campground popped up and I'm like, this is great. We can stay on the bay. It will be beautiful. Let's go. So we put that in and drive seven hours, probably the most grueling drive we've had since tough. we've been here, uh, just mountains almost the entire way. Mm -hmm. And so we get there and we're like, oh, we're so excited. We're pulling and we're listening to the Africa, Africa. song, the Toto song. Mm -hmm. We're like, we made it. We're here. Oh my gosh. And we walk in and I'm like, okay, so like, where do we go to get the shuttle pass for the Tongaria crossing? And what do we need to do to set that up? And she looks at me and she's like, you are in the completely opposite side of the country. Like Tongaria crossing is about seven hours south. 
of where you, you're currently standing right now. And now, mind you, I was outside stretching my legs, getting like a feel of like, we made it. I did it. I accomplished this long drive. This is the longest drive we had on the docket. Yeah. I did it. I feel good. We're going to do our Tungria crossing. We're going to head to the South Island. I'm so excited. I walk in and it literally looked like Kim had seen a ghost. I was like, do I have to tell my husband? And I'm like, what's up? And she was like, so we just drove in the complete opposite direction. And we are on the most northern port of the North Island. Yeah. And I was like. I thought you were going to murder me. I, I literally saw red in your eyes. Even the lady was like, She's like okay. let's think of the positives yeah. here. Like, you get to see the north. It's very beautiful. And I'm sorry about my accent. It's not very good. but it, And here's the thing. So, A, if you're coming to New Zealand, do not confuse Tapo Bay with Tapo. Two completely different locations yeah. and two completely different parts of the country. Um, but we got there. And, again, it's like, you know, the, the positive is, it's all about your mindset. It's about your attitude. It's about your perspective. Because 100%. yes, we were upset because we were like, oh my gosh, like we wanted to go south and now tomorrow we have to wake up and do that drive again. And it was Wasted a grueling a day. drive. Yeah. Wasted another day away from the South Island. Right. But you know, at the end of the day, this is what traveling's all about. It's like things happen, things come up, things are out of your control. And we're like, there's absolutely nothing we can do. Mm -hmm. But we're in this beautiful place. We're on the ocean. I mean, it was absolutely it gorgeous. Was. The lady couldn't have been nicer. Correct. We were in um, a, a quiet place, got a great night's sleep. And it's just like, it's part of it. This is part of the adventure. When you're signing up for traveling, whether it's like something like we're doing now, or even healthcare traveling, it's you're signing up for life of unknown life of unknown obstacles things are going to come up that are out of your control and so we looked at each other like we can either sit here and pout and be angry and be frustrated or we can say hey it's going to make a great story later on mm -hmm. let's take this in let's enjoy the night we grilled up some hot dogs we had a glass of wine we sat and we just i got a video edited we got a it video was... edited and we could just enjoy it for what it was and so and it's actually going to make for even a better video because we were so excited Excuse me. Um, we were so excited heading down there, and then we got there, and then it was beautiful. The beach was there, and then I actually flew the drone mm -hmm. um, out to the beach, which was nice to be able to fly that and get some of that footage. It was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous, and it was absolutely perfect, and our drive the next day actually ended up being quite simple. Yeah, well, compared to that, I think it was like setting us, setting us up for like making everything else easier because we could only go up from that experience yeah. and like after doing that grueling drive everything else just felt easier and we're like I feel like we kind of it was a moment that we just settled in and we were like okay you know what we have an itinerary or you know we have a plan we have mm -hmm. things that we want to do but we also need to take into account that there's things that are going to come up so we'll get to what we need to get to we'll 100%. go where we need to go and let's just let go of the reins and enjoy this experience and look at where we are right now like we're in New Zealand living in a van we're not at work we're not scanning balls and doing paras like we are here enjoying this experience so let's like change this whole like conversation 100%. we're having and I think that was a good moment for us to kind of click into this well and i think touching back on what you said about whether you're traveling or you're healthcare traveling it's a really good point because i think our journey as healthcare travelers and understanding that we have to make so many decisions so quickly and sometimes they are tough decisions that don't lead down the path that we thought they might lead to but it helps you 
you know, divert and, and go over that speed hump and learn and grow from those mistakes and start trusting your gut. And I really think that's been a hidden gift that we've been able, it's like a muscle. Once you work that muscle so much, you start to realize over time, okay, here's another obstacle. No big deal. This is how we got past it last time. This was the gut feeling that occurred last time and I was right. And so you learn to trust that feeling a lot more and you learn to navigate life a lot better. And that's all like a hidden gift that healthcare traveling has given us, which now led us to this, to where it was just like, all right, let's just get over this. Let's let our anger out. Let's shadow box yeah. and scream. And now it's out. We and, can't do anything about and it. Let's and let's enjoy on. the moment. Exactly. Um, which kind of leads to the next part, which after that day, so we drove the next day, we drove to Topo. Well, even Kim said, what's your plan today? And I was like, my plan is to put in Topo and see how I feel and let's just go. Yeah. It was, we ended up being on the road for 12 hours. <laughs> it was the longest day. And again, you know, yes, we we signed up for a road trip. We were in a camper van. We're driving around the country. But my idea wasn't to be spending 12-hour days in the van. It's like you drive a couple hours. You get to where you're going. You get out. You explore. You sleep. You wake up. You drive a couple more hours. That was kind of my vision. So the thought of, like, spending 12 hours in the van, we were like, God, like, this sucks. But we ended up making it to Tapo. Mm -hmm. So we only lost a day. And then, which again, kudos to the driver because I'm just, you, I'm in awe of just your determination because I'm the passenger and I'm over here like, oh my God, I'm so tired and <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so uncomfortable. Like, can we pull over? Like, I, I need a, I need a break. Yeah. Oh, which this That's is awesome. Funny. So we love the Kiwis. The Kiwis have such a chill, cool vibe. If you don't know, New Zealanders consider themselves Kiwis. Yeah. And they're just like cool. You know, they're they more are. relaxed. Like, Americans tend to just be like, go, 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 over the top. Anxiety. Always in a, a hurry. Yeah. And they're just chill. They remind you to pump the brakes a little bit and just, mm -hmm. like, chill. So our GPS comes on after two hours of driving. And it's like, oh, in her little accent, like, oh, you've been driving two hours. It's time for you to take a break. Would you like me to find you a rest stop? Yeah. We're like, yes. <laughs> well, of course, Aaron's like, no, we're, we're going. Yeah. And I'm like, I love this vibe. Like, yes, it's time for a coffee. It's time for a little break, a little What nap. are the signs? Feel fresh. Yeah. Feel fresh. Pull over or something all like that. All the signs, there's like, they don't really have billboards, but they have these signs. And they all say like, um, you know, yeah, like pull Feel over. Feel fresh while driving. Drive fresh. Take a nap. Relax. Like it's all these remem like these reminders to to take in life and just kind of be in the moment and slow down. Also, on the flip side of that, they know that there's a lot of people doing long distance drives and they're tourists. Yeah. And so it's like, yo, don't try to push it. Just relax. Yeah, chill. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we made it to Tapo, and um, yesterday we did the Tongaria Crossing. Dum dum dum. I feel like that just needs music. I feel like it needs, oh, it needs something because, so the Tongaria Crossing for for those of you guys who don't know, New Zealand is known for its great walks and its long. They call them walks, hikes, whatever. And the Tongaria Crossing is in the North Island, and it's one of the best uh, day hikes that you can do. So we were really excited about it, and from I don't know if I just didn't like really dig into the research of of the. Yeah, but you know what? On that, we talked, which we haven't even mentioned that we did our first Orange Theory, but 
Um, that was actually we'll a cool back. experience. Yeah. But um, when we were at the Orange Theory, uh, one thing that we love is we talked to the community, the Orange Theory community, and that's all locals that go to this. And we were basically asking them if the Tongaria Crossing was worth doing or should we skip it? And they're like, no, it's absolutely worth it. And they're actually talking us through the hike. And not once did they mention that it was as difficult as it was. That was honestly – okay, to put it in perspective, so it's it's less than 10 miles. Mm-hmm. It's right under 10. It's right under 10 miles. It's 19.4 kilometers. And they say it takes like 8 to 10 hours to do. And so you take a shuttle to the beginning and then you hike the entire – it's one way. You go one direction and then you end where your car is parked. Or 700 meters less than where your yeah, car is parked. <laughs> exactly, which we found out at the end. Um, but – so nobody told us how difficult the hike was going to be. Like, I, I, I didn't think it was going to be easy, but we're in really great shape, and we've hiked quite a bit. And so I thought, oh, yeah, it's going to be a hike. And, and so they break it up into these different sections, and they let you know kind of what the sections are going to look like. And so the first two hours is supposed to be like an easy walk. Mm-hmm. It, it, they actually labeled it easy walk. Easy stroll. Easy stroll. <laughs> and in that first part, I was like, this is. This is hard. Kim actually thought it was the hard part. So the second part is called, they call it Devil's Staircase. And it's like you're basically just going up, 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 up. And it's, you're climbing stairs. And so on the first part, we were also climbing stairs. So I thought, oh, is this Devil's Staircase? And I was actually hoping it was. Because I was like, oh, yeah, this is tough. But it's not as tough as everybody said it was going to be, you know. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even close. Mm -hmm. And so the girl at Orange Tree was like, oh, yeah, you get to Devil's Staircase. And then you go up and, and you know, it's you really rest. challenging. And, and so we're like, okay, once we get through Devil's Staircase, then we're good to go. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it just honestly, it was either you were going straight up, mm-hmm. up, 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 which again was one of the hardest things I've ever done. And then you finally get to the very top and you're like, yes, like we had lunch and we were like, this is going to be amazing. Now it's just down. Yeah. Now it's down. Well, even backtracking a little bit, they had the easy stroll, which was somewhat flat, but still actually was elevated. So we were going up, which then my glutes were engaged. I could started to feel the getting winded a little bit. We get to Devil's Staircase and people are stopped on the side. And I noticed Kim went to the bathroom and it said that an average of two hikers a week are airlifted out of that hike. And they have points where there's like little ranger stations where it's like a cardboard cutout of a ranger and it says no turning back now. Like you could turn back and still make it to the uh, van to be transported back, um, you know, or you're going to keep moving forward. So those were little signs of like this could get really tough because we we're thinking why would anybody want to turn around? I don't understand. Yeah. And so after Devil's Staircase, we came down and we walked through this really cool valley underneath the volcano. And all we're looking up at is the summit and there's people standing at the summit and we're like, we have to go up there. Like it didn't seem real to be honest. Mm -mm. Like I was like, how are we going to get up there? There's no way. I'm like, maybe they took like, maybe these are like the off trailers or something like they went rogue and they're all the way at the top because I don't, I can't compute in my brain how we're going to make it up there. And, you know, we're describing this now. You're going to see Aaron, he's doing a YouTube video where you're really going to get a taste of what it was truly like uh, behind the scenes. And here's the thing, and and we were talking about it, and I felt like we were being so negative because we were just, like, complaining about it. But 
honestly, again, like this was one of the most mentally and physically challenging things I've ever done. And going up was hard, but going down, it was because of our shoes. We think. I think it was because of our shoes because every step that we took – like my feet were screaming and crying and I, I felt like my nails were coming off and it was such pain. And I was like, I don't like, like physically with my muscles, I could have kept going. It was my feet mm-hmm. that I was just like this. I can't go one more step, but we still had four miles. It's, it's insane to even show you we are almost 24 hours post and I still can't wear shoes. <laughs> Kim and I are in slides because we can't put our feet in shoes. Yeah. Um, and it was our feet, but I also realized that there was a lot of muscles that I haven't used, um, especially when you're coming down like an unsturdy gravel, um, unsteady gravel, and it's like a 7% grade going down. It, it's, it's tough on some muscles that you've never used yeah. before, so I'm feeling – more sore than I've ever felt in a long time. Well, we can't, so like our bed in our van is up on a bunk, you know, like it's up and in order to get down to go to the bathroom or whatever, you have to like kind of jump down and it was so painful. Like we were literally like hundred year olds, like up in the bunk, like, like, Uh, yeah, like you were uh, like, you took like 20 minutes just to get down. Like you could hear your bones like creaking the entire time. (laughs) I laid there with a full bladder for probably seven hours because I just couldn't fathom the thought of trying to get down off the bunk to go to the bathroom. Um, so yeah, this was, this was a pretty wild hike. I wish that I don't know. Maybe I don't wish that I, I knew that going into it because I didn't know. And so, you know, we just kind of put our heads down and it was just like we were really this in this place of just one foot in front of the other. Like there was no quitting. There was no turning around. We, we had to finish it. And so it was just kind of like, okay, one foot in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. And it was just like head down, go. And I will say though, it was absolutely beautiful. Oh God. And I kept trying to tell him like, you're in New Zealand. You're in one of the most beautiful places in the world. Like look around you. And it was so gorgeous. And I was trying to take that in and, and I just kept like wishing my feet didn't hurt so bad because it would have been so enjoyable if I wasn't in excruciating And I think pain. that's the thing is we've, we've, We've talked about this for the entire time since we've done it. And literally, we broke it down that if our feet weren't hurting as bad as they yeah. were, um, it would have been an am- amazing hike. It would have. And, and it still was. It still I mean, is. it took us eight hours. And so we finally get to the end. And I'm I'm crying. I'm literally crying. And every turn we took, and there were so many stairs. And I was just like, I, I don't know if I, if I could take one more step. Like, mm-hmm. I was really questioning it. And we finally get to the end and you can see the parking lot and I like burst into tears. There's people getting on transportation buses. Yeah. And I don't see our van anywhere. And so I, we asked this guy, we're like, where, how much further is it to the parking lot where, you know, we parked and he was like 700 no, meters. No, you got to say it because this sets the gauge and I didn't film it and I wish I did because he was so happy and so happy go lucky. Yeah, he was. He was like, hello mates, like good job, like you made it and i was like yeah so we we just we parked in the car park like where is that what bus do we take and he was like oh no it's just 700 meters down the way and you would have thought of 700 more meters i couldn't i i was like i can't walk and to put that in perspective that's like 
A tenth of a mile? Yeah, it's not far. But my feet, I couldn't take one more step. Like, because I mentally had gotten myself to the end that I couldn't get myself 700 more meters. I was like, done, shut down. So at that point, I just <laughs> checked into, all right, it's 700 more meters. We just got to finish this. Let's just go. Yeah. And so Kim's just behind me. Like crying. And like, I'm walking, just focused straight ahead. And that guy from the bus literally stopped. He drove away. We had made it about maybe like 100 meters. Yeah. And he stops the bus. And he says, you know what? You guys get in. Uh, she looks like she can't take another step. Um, which we looked worse than we really were. Again, I just wanted to take off my shoes. Um, but he drove us to our car park. Which yeah. he was an angel he in disguise. Angel. Because literally I couldn't have gone anymore. Well, there he was such an angel. I was like, you don't know what this what this feels like like thank you so much and then right before when we were still on the trail we had like 45 minutes left and we had ran out of water so thirsty i was like i wish we just had some water and this beautiful little angel walked by and she goes oh you guys do you need some water and she gives us like a bottle of water she says we got to get through this together yeah um, which was crazy because before we started the hike somebody came up to us and said i'm sorry we forgot to get water we thought we could get it closer we didn't, and we gave him an entire uh, liter and a half of water, mm -hmm. which would have been the perfect amount to get us through. But we gave it to him and said, "Here you go. We'll be fine with what we have." And we ended up running out, and then that lady returned the favor, yeah. which was really cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of really good moments, was... and and I think just hiking with you, and honestly, feeling as bad as I did, but knowing that we're doing it together was really cool because we kept talking to each other. We kept saying, you know what? Hey, would you rather be scanning? Or, That's true. You know, we're, we're in New Zealand. Look at this. Look at the beauty. The weather was absolutely phenomenal. It was just nice to be outside. And yeah. it was just a, a really fun time that I'll look back on with you and just be like, wow, like that was amazing. Yeah, we can check the box. We did it. And I think, again, it just – I was so proud of us when once it was all said and done of, of again, that was such a mental test and a physical test and, and we did it. We did it. We completed it. And it's funny because when we were, when we got done with Devil's Staircase, there was a couple from the United States and they were, we overheard their conversation and they were going to call it quit. They were going to quit. <laughs> Kim said, I don't think you can get an Uber from here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they were like trying to figure out a ride, like how they could get out of there. And, um, we ended up seeing them later on on the he trail. Passed us. He, they passed us. And, so it was like, not only did they not quit, they passed us. And we actually finished together at the same time. And it was a cool moment because it was just like, wow. Like, and we knew how far back that was. And we, that was at that like was hour the three or four. Summit. We still had four hours to go. And so, yeah. And it was just kind of a moment of like all of us out there together. It was, it was hard. It was mm. tough. It was, it challenged you. And we were all kind of in it together. Like towards the end, you could just tell people were just waiting to, to see that, like that, that parking lot mm -hmm. to get out. But it's like, we all did it together of just like, wow, what an accomplishment to be able to push yourself to that level when all you want to do is give up. Like I wanted to give up so bad and we didn't, Yep, we didn't. And just to know, so out there, public service announcement, Tongaria Crossing, <laughs> be prepared, have a lot of water on you have a lot of sunscreen um mm. i i missed a couple places and i'm torched you have um, like lobster hands wear a hat um and it, it literally is gonna be tough but it's an amazing wear thing to shoes. accomplish um make sure your hiking shoes are good um but yeah I, I it was it was absolutely great 
Yep. Now that it's over. Now, now it's that over. it's over, it's great. So today we were using just as like kind of a regroup day. We slept for 12 hours. Mm -hmm. We literally slept. We, I, taking a shower last night and crawling into our bunk and turning on the fan app, I was like, I thought this minute would never come. And it was mm -hmm. the best feeling in the world. We slept until 10 o'clock today. We slept for 12 hours. Well, we also didn't mention that I drove two hours and 45 minutes post That's true. hike. Post hike we drove. <laughs> oh my God, what a crazy freaking day. So we hiked for eight hours. One of the most grueling hikes we've ever done. Got in the car, drove two hours and 40 minutes Yep. Um, to our campsite and we finally got here and then again you don't just pull in and walk in like a sleep in like yeah. you we had to get all our vans set up we had to get everything ready walk to the showers that whole thing and so we finally crawled into the bunk and we were just passed yeah passed out and so we stayed one more day we were supposed to head to the south island today but we ended up staying one more day because there's really great internet. So we're editing. We're getting some work done. We're doing our podcast. And then tomorrow we'll wake up refreshed. We're going to take the ferry over to the South Island and we're going to hit up wine country. Yes, we're doing I'm a so bike excited and wine about. tour. So that should be really cool. And um, yeah. That's pretty much it. That's, I mean. Oh, and do you want to just talk about the Orange Theory real quick? Yeah, so we did hit Orange Theory, our first one, um, for all of you guys that have been following along. Um, and, and I think that's what I was going to kind of get at with the Tongaria Crossing is Kim and I set out on this adventure for a year-long travel around the world to hit every Orange Theory. So there's 24 Orange Theories. There's like 1,500 total Orange Theories, but there is one Orange Theory in about 24 different countries. And so Kim and I are going to hit every single one of them. So we'll hit one in every country. And so we are we work out a lot. And that was what was funny is like we set on this journey to hit orange series, but yet the Tongaria crossing almost killed us. Yeah. So we actually had a lot of moments where we looked at each other and we we're like, are we not as like beast mode as we think we are? Like, what is up? Like yeah. I kind of wanted to talk to a lot of people. I felt like there should have been a parade at the end of that, <laughs> of the thing. Like, People high-fiving you, like, if you climb Everest, it's a big deal. If you climb Kilimanjaro, it's a big deal. When you do the Tongaria Crossing, they're like, 700 meters to your car. Like, <laughs> congratulations. Like, 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 crawling off the trail, like, bloody yeah, and, like, like dying. Nobody gives – and, like, Kim even said, like, you know, at that point we were hanging on to each – like, our own psyche – and Kim was like, it was really an uneventful ending. Well, because <laughs> like, we didn't even hug or high-five each other. We yes, were we both did. crying. We did. No, we didn't. No. I actually had to, like, say, hey, like, we did it. I thought there was a little bit more. I thought we were going to do something in our van. But anyway, so so we hit up our first Orange Theory in Mount Eden. And what was really funny is we walked in there. And the, the coach, Sarah, she was from Laguna Beach, California. Of course. She was flown over by Orange Theory to help set up the two Orange Theory studios that were in Auckland. Um, so it was really cool. It was our first one. It was a great workout, a great environment. We talked to a lot of the locals that went to that class. And it was just a really cool experience. Yeah, it was fun. It was a great way to like kick off this whole thing. And now that was, that was our first international orange theory and so now we have 24 to go <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um our next one will be mexico city when we yep. go there in april but yeah so that was really cool so we did our first orange theory it was really fun we brought in the camera we asked questions and it was really good conversation that youtube video will be coming out soon and it was just like a great way to kick everything off i couldn't have asked for like better people to do our first orange theory our international orange theory um with yep. and it was fun she so. gave us 
a great suggestion, which I won't blow the whole video yeah. for lunch. Um, and it was perfect. She literally spoke Kim's language. Yeah, um, we were kindred spirits. You were. And so, yeah, this has just been an all-around great trip so far. Um, little tiny hurdles, but as expected. Um, it's all part of the adventure. It's all part of the adventure. And the Tongaria Crossing will live in infamy. Oh, my gosh. Yes, definitely look out for that video because <laughs> it will give you a true feel and behind the scenes of what that was actually I already like. have the music I'm going to put in there, like, oh in my, my head. I mean, it's, yeah. I actually am excited to watch it from the comfort of my socks yeah and not my feet bleeding and my well shoes. and a little a little insight so every video we've done um i upload at the end of the day and i've been uploading 37 videos you know 40 videos yesterday the tongari crossing was 116 oh clips of video so i pretty much recorded the whole thing Oh my god! And it's funny because you can see the waves, right? Like you can see the waves. There of... was a time we were walking. I was literally crying to myself in my sunglasses, and I heard Aaron click on the camera, and I was just like, "I cannot film right now. I can't even put one foot in front of the other. Turn that fucking camera off." And then I just heard it click back. You didn't even say a word. No. You just like clicked it back and you knew like, okay, yep. we've reached the threshold yep. of no return. I was already thinking about what I was going to say and I went to go turn it and I just hear like the <laughs> devil behind me. And I was like, and we're going to turn that off. I'm not oh even my, pushing that. That was like the worst day of my life. No, it wasn't. Right. We've been giving it a bad. I know. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was hard. Exactly. Physically. It was freaking hard. And that's what we were debating is just saying like, we don't want to be overly negative towards it, but it was extremely difficult, but it was also extremely beautiful and yeah. an amazing experience, but we want to be real. Yeah. Like, I don't want to candy coat anything and be like, it was amazing. Cause I think that's what everybody's been doing it was, for so yeah, long. Yeah. And, and no, not, we never actually, got the memo. Yeah. Not telling people that it's tough. And I think we always just like to be real about our own personal experience. Like somebody else could get out there and have, there was people running it. Yes. And okay. there was all ages. Exactly. There was people that were in their sixties and seventies that were passing us. Yeah. And there was like large people. So there was people from like all walks of life. There was kids. Yeah. There was kids. There was so. So it's like everybody has their own experience. This was our personal experience. And again, it goes back to, I think, our shoes. If 100%. my feet weren't bleeding, it wouldn't have been as If bad. I was in my tennis shoes, so, I would have rocked it. Anyways. Um, well, you could. No. You you would never have been able to do that in your tennis shoes. Like Correct. You needed the grip. The terrain was really um, intense. It was loose gravel, like climbing up. We had a beautiful day, but on a rainy day or something, like you – you do not want to do this in tennis shoes. You want to do this in really good, sturdy hiking boots, 100%. 100%. Agree. Um, so, anyways, let's leave it at that. So, we'll have some, we have some fun stuff coming up. We're heading to the South Island. We're doing wine country. We're going to go to Mount Cook, Milford Sound, Queenstown, like glowworm teams. We have lots of cool stuff coming up. And we'll be sharing it with you guys on our Instagram story at Kim and Aaron G, our YouTube, YouTube channel, Kim, and, Kim Aaron and Aaron G. G. And then obviously on the podcast, but that's more of a storytelling because you guys won't get the visuals there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think well, let's leave it here for now. Let's do it. And we will see you guys next, next week. week. From New Zealand. From New Zealand. South Island. South Island. Hopefully if we don't go the wrong way. Oh my God. Don't <laughs> say that. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.